Hey ladies, welcome to Boss Ladies Connect. I am so excited that you're joining us on this podcast where we encourage women and inspire them to fully walk in everything that they've been called to do. We believe that each person has been created with a specific purpose and it is up to us to walk in it, to discover what it is and to allow it to fully manifest in our lives. And so each week we have conversations that allow us to evolve and grow and to fully understand and embrace the purpose call on our lives. And so ladies, without further ado, let us get started. Hey guys, welcome to this week's episode of Boss Ladies Connect. I am super excited. I am joined with a co-host this time. (laughs) Let's go. A a rowdy co-host, y'all. Um, As we are celebrating our 14th anniversary. Yes. So guys, welcome my husband, Akita Gray to Boss Ladies Connect. I am here. He is shaking his stuff up. He's not a lady, obviously, but we're- Bring the male perspective. (laughs) Got to represent for the fellas one time. So yeah. So one time, y'all. One time a year. One time. Well, that's not true. I think you've been on a couple of times, but- um, typically what we do, um, around this time of March, we'll get on and we'll have like a conversation around marriage. And so today, um, we are celebrating our 14th anniversary. Gosh, 14 years, 14 years, y'all wow. 14 years. We were just talking about 13 years. Like, I was about to say not the same too thing. long ago, <laughs> like last year. And now it's 14. <laughs> um, but we're going to play like a kind of a fun game, but hopefully it'll be like really informative to those of you who are married, you'll laugh along with us. Uh, Maybe those who aren't married, you'll be like, oh, that's what really be happening Um, or at least (laughs) happening for us. And so we're going to, we have a list of questions questions that we're going to randomly ask each other that is kind of like our reflection on these 14 years of marriage. Yeah. And so I'm going to let, let the guests go first. That's right. Let the guests go first. And my first question for you is, what was your first impression of me? Hmm. So my first impression was I'm trying to build my team. So to, to make the, I guess, to give a backdrop to that, we met when I was like in a, it was like a pyramid type thing. Oh, business, is it, is it called pyramid, pyramid business? Yeah, like where you bring people in so that you can kind of like get elevated and get parts of their money. Like a pyramid. Right, right. So I was uh, building my pyramid mm-hmm. and um, someone has suggested that he might be a good person to help me build this this infrastructure. <laughs> and so we, we, um, we connected. And I think my first impression was, oh, he's kind of, you know, he's kind of cool. I wasn't like, you know, thinking about like dating or anything like that. I was really just Mm. trying to like build a pyramid. You were on a mission. I was on a mission. (laughs) Trying to make some money. Trying to, trying to build my team. (laughs) Yes. Does that answer your question? My first, oh, Um, my first impression. That I was kind of cool. That was, that's your answer. Yeah. Yeah. That he was kind of, he was kind of cool. And like, this will probably work with building this team. (laughs) Right. I was a good candidate for, for her, her team. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's that's my first initial impression. I thought you was gonna say, you know, oh, this guy is like so handsome. Oh, and I was like, and he's black with green eyes. I think, <laughs> yeah, that that was interesting. Yeah, yeah. 
Let's talk more about that. <laughs> <laughs> no, how did that make you feel? How did that? I don't know. I was just like, his eyes are green. Wow. <laughs> now I kind of, I forget. I mean, I don't forget that they're green, but now they're right. not like as like. You're like me. I mesmerizing. forget too. Oh, because you're used to them now? Yeah. So you got to cherish. Yeah. Everybody cherish. be like, oh my gosh, your eyes are, I'll be like, yes, his eyes are green. <laughs> <laughs> but I forget too, because I wear them. Like you don't see you don't all the see, time. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and I don't see them like other people do. So you're probably like, why are people? Well, can we talk about that for a minute? How we be in restaurants and people be talking about his eyes like women. Yeah, that's a sticky situation. I don't play any Waitresses. part in it. It's because it's like weird to me. Like, how do you respond when somebody compliments your eyes? I don't. It's when your wife and is your wife there. is sitting right there. Yeah, I. I yeah. just I just nod and keep it moving. But she like sometimes she gets mad at me like I did something. Because you just gonna sit there? What my what my woman do? Slap him in the mouth or no, something? Well, <laughs> she's like trying to take your order. She's like, oh my gosh, your eyes are so so nice. Your eyes are so beautiful. Oh my good. Like, hello. Right. What about our order? Yeah. You're supposed to be like, well, thank you. My wife thinks so as well. I would oh, definitely that say was, that. That just came off the I would definitely say that next time. There yep. you go. There you go. Okay, my turn, right? Let me pick. Yeah, you pick one. I'm going to pick number four. I don't even know what it is. That's a good one. Mm-hmm. Oh, so the number four is... <laughs> they can't see the question. You got to ask it. Number four is, how did you know things were getting serious? I knew... <laughs> I knew things were getting serious when she started to ask me to do stuff for her. Like that a husband would do. Were we dating? We weren't even dating. We weren't then. even dating. And then and I knew. I was <laughs> like, oh, okay. All right. This is getting somewhere. She would ask me, because I think she was like doing some house cleaning and getting stuff out of her house and things like that. And she asked me if I could come to her house and take the trash bags out to the front. Now, some may see this as just a regular ask, you know, like an everyday thing, but I knew it was something more. I knew it was something deeper than that. And I knew that she was feeling me because why would she ask me? Out because of everybody, I, have, I had a bad back. I had uh -huh. a back surgery. She had a supposedly back surgery. The bags, were they not upstairs? But you could have asked anybody. And were they not big, like black, the big black garbage bags full of kids' toys yes. and junk? Yes. No, I agree with you. But Who you, was I going to ask? You could have asked somebody. Who? We went, we both went to the same church. And there was other men there, right? I'm not asking nobody. But you asked me. Because we were friends. Uh, oh, we were <laughs> friends. Okay. We weren't just business partners. <laughs> No, but I, I probably wouldn't have asked if I didn't think enough of you to think that you would come and help, like be a resource. Because you knew I was dependable. I was <laughs> going to see. Mm, you were testing the waters. I was going to see. Okay, you were testing you the waters. If you were dependable or not. And I think I think that that is also a good point too, because I think that that popped in my mind too, that you were testing me to see if I was husband material. I was not thinking about no husband. Mm. No, I was just trying to simply be real, see, be honest. I I'm being honest. <laughs> <laughs> I was just trying to simply see if if he would follow through. Mm -hmm. Like, you know, because I had so many unreliable people in my circle that I was trying to see if he was if one, I was of those, yeah, one of yeah. those people. Well, that, that was my moment that I knew. 
Okay. <laughs> All right. So my turn. I'm still up here, right? Mm-hmm. I'm going to pick number eight. And number eight is what was the most special part of our wedding for mm. you? That's a hard question. So I think which one? The first one? Because <laughs> we got married twice. The first so. one or the second one? Let's stick with the second one. The second one. <laughs> okay. The second one, I'll say there were a lot of really, really, I would say memorable things about that day. Mm-hmm. But I think that the most memorable was, I really think it was supposed to rain or something like it was, it was like cloudy. And I think, cause I remember thinking I, we had our wedding ceremony outside and then we had the reception inside. And I remember seeing like all the clouds going down there and I was like, oh my gosh, like we had to hurry up and have this ceremony. Right. <laughs> Um, and when we, when I started walking down the aisle, when I tell y'all, it went from like on the ride there, I think it was like a 40 minute ride. Mm-hmm. It was like all cloudy, all like, oh my gosh, it's going to rain to like no clouds in the sky. Yeah. That's when the I, whole day, the whole, it was hot, yeah. but like the whole day, that's when I was like, oh, like God. <laughs> he opened up the he opened yes, up the sky. It was like so I couldn't believe it. I could yeah. not believe it. So it turned out to be a really good ceremony. Yeah. And everybody had a good time. We had a good time. And the sky was blue, sunny. And the whole wedding cost five thousand dollars. Mm. Dress included. Preach it. Yeah. Yep. That was when she was doing her coupon. Wed- weddings on a budget. <laughs> Balling on a budget. Yeah, yeah. It was really nice. It really turned out nice. Yeah, it was good. So All right, I gotta pick, now right? it's your go. Um, let's see. I'm gonna give you seven. What was something unexpected that happened at our wedding? Mm, something unexpected. Oh man. I think uh, it went so well. It's unexpected. Oh, um, well, and hopefully not everybody hears this. Hopefully a lot of people hear this, but I would say the the DJ. (laughs) And no hate because he was actually a friend of mine, Uh, but the, the music was just not on point. It was just one of my cousins was like, shoot oh, the DJ. <laughs> <laughs> the music was just, it was so off that day. And that was that would probably be the only thing that I would have to say about the wedding was yeah. the music. I mean, but he I I I remember it being like a really good fun time and people wanting to have fun. Mm-hmm. And every time he messed up being like, we're in the middle of the fun part. Like, you know right. what I mean? You know, when you so hear that like, that part of the song that everybody knows and everybody starts getting into, and then he would like switch it <laughs> to another song. <laughs> and it's like, you got to give us the, the fire parts, man. Like, you can't take that away. Uh, I remember my cousins was like, on the dance floor, like, what the heck is happening? Yeah. So I think that that was funny. And, but- you know, mind you, he's he's a great DJ. Like, I've heard him at other places, but for some reason that day, was just not it was our there. five thousand dollar wedding that was the ball so on the budget maybe, maybe that was the budget 
version. Yeah. So needless to say, don't skimp on the DJ. Make sure you you invest in good music because yeah. that's going to make a difference. Yeah, yeah. I forgot about that. <laughs> I didn't. Uh, yeah. <laughs> People was hot. Right. We still had fun though. No, it was it was so great though, so great. And I I, I love the guy. That's a good friend of mine. But um, that was just different. Yeah, yeah. Could have been better. But uh, so now it's my turn. And I'm going to pick, um, oh, this is a good one. Number three, and this is in our early years of marriage. What were our main methods of communication? So, oh, let me just say the questions that we're asking now are about like our earlier years. Um, our main method, my main method of communication with like my mouth, like talking. <laughs> <laughs> um, like what do you mean? What 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 do you mean? Location, how we communicate. Oh my gosh. Okay. So I would be like, I'm a processor or yeah, an analyzer maybe of things. And so when something happens, I don't necessarily know exactly how I feel about it, but I'm thinking about it, believe you me, all mm -hmm. day long. And then it would be like two o'clock in the morning. <laughs> yes <laughs> when I figured it out I'm like wake wake up we need to talk <laughs> out of nowhere and yeah, that, I could, up, but I think that I think that that was kind of good though you think that was good to wake up at two o'clock in the morning I feel like we had a lot of conversations yeah but I mean two o'clock in the morning you can't even remember what you talked about the next morning you remember it because <laughs> it was like, a, like it, was, it was like a two-hour conversation oh yeah <laughs> But I, I do remember that. And there were sometimes I wouldn't even be part of the conversation. They would just be all of your conversation in your head. What? And then, and then you wake me up at the end of the conversation and then include me in on it. I'm like, what? What are we talking about here? No, he's he's saying that I'd be processing it in my head. And then I wake up and I just start talking about all the, like what I process. In the middle of the conversation. And, and he says, well, in my, my mind, I know what we but talk you, about. But you've already went through every scenario. You talked about it to yourself. Right. And he apparently didn't think it was an issue. So he wasn't even thinking about it. Yeah, well. So that, I would say, was my main method of communication. Mm -hmm. Are you going to, you want to piggyback off of? Because it said, what is, what were, what was our? Yeah. Um, I would say. I loved how we had our, most of our conversation that we had in the earlier years, like when we were dating, was in the car. Oh, yeah. In the car, and we'd just be sitting. We don't even have For to, like, hours. go anywhere. We wouldn't even go anywhere. We'd just be sitting in the car, talking about life, about stuff, about running, dreams, Running goals. the battery. Running the car battery. There was one time we, we had the car off. You know how you have the car engine off, but then you turn it on so that the radio's on? We had that on and was talking for hours until the battery shut off. Yeah, it was like three o'clock in the morning. And we had to get a jump to turn it back on. It was like, oh yeah, that's right. I <laughs> forgot. <laughs> you can't do that. You can't just sit here and talk forever. No. Yeah, that was funny. We had to call somebody at three o'clock in the morning yep. to come jump our guard. Yeah. Hey, we had a good time. Those, those was your friends. That was up. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Um, okay, so that first part was our earlier years. Mm -hmm. So now we're going to start answering some questions around the topic of trials. Mm -hmm. Now it gets serious. 
Yeah. <laughs> Whose go was it? Um, oh, mine. Your go. Good. He go first. Okay, let me, I might want to read these first. Oh, boy. Um, I'm going to go with. Be easy. Be easy. Um, all right, I'll go with number one. What other challenges have you experienced? I should have let in you ask marriage, that. Right? Yeah. What challenges have you experienced? Um, well, just or like, have we have we yes. experienced? Yeah. Just like any marriage, you know, there's been many challenges <laughs> <laughs> and counting, no, <laughs> and counting, but I would say probably the most memorable one that we kind of came out of um was when we were homeless <laughs> <laughs> when we were homeless um, technically technically homeless uh we weren't like out on the streets or anything like that but we didn't have a home at the time <laughs> and we were trying to buy a house we were looking for a house but the ones that we were looking for fell through or they weren't what we um oh no we were trying to rent Remember? we were trying to rent we were, oh. we were Wait, wait, which one are you talking about? Wait, when we were in the hotel? Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Yeah. Well, we was buying a house. We were buying a house. How are you and, homeless and trying to buy a house? And trying to buy a house. <laughs> um, and we were like so confined into small spaces. We had to rent a hotel and stay there for a few weeks. And um, we didn't have a place to go. And at that time, we had, we had all the kids with us. Yeah. So we spent one week with my mom. Mm -hmm. and then we spent like a week and a half in a hotel yeah and we, yeah and so we were like and the hotel was in a whole nother town than the schools were <laughs> so we were like driving all the way across town to get the kid it was just it was crazy you know this one was in this basketball um baseball and mm -hmm. all kind it was just it was like why are we homeless <laughs> right <laughs> what right. is happening yeah, but that was that was crazy. And it really like challenged us, you know, to be able to do those things and to still keep our sanity because <laughs> something like that can make you go crazy being with everybody in a small space. We were sharing beds, sharing floors, everything. And that's when we found out when our kids had a cell phone, I think she was using mm -hmm. it. Yeah. When she wasn't supposed to. Yeah. But I think one of the things I'll say that I appreciate about that time was even though we were in that and look, it get real tight in one little hotel room mm -hmm. with all of them and like no real separate or other places to go. But we used to go out. It was a Texas. Um, was it a Chex Mex? What is that? That restaurant, that Mexican rex restaurant? Oh, um, Jose Tejas. It wasn't Jose Tejas. It was no? it was like Chex. It was some, it was a different one, but it was right across. Like you could walk through the parking lot of the hotel mm -hmm. and be at the restaurant. Child, we was at that. Them kids was in that room. So like, yeah. <laughs> we was Date night. Date night for real. Uh, and I guess we should explain because people are probably like, well, how do you have money to go to the restaurant that you don't have? Right. Because we, we were trying to close on a house and the process took longer than what we expected. Right. Um, but and there's even other challenges that went on with that, that whole thing. It was not an easy process at all. And um, yeah, we I mean, we had money. Yeah. 
we just didn't have a place, place to live. So, but there you go. Mm -hmm. All right, so my turn. Um, let me see. I, I will go with number three. Now, let me go with number four. Looking back at any of the challenges that we've experienced, is there anything you wish you'd handled differently? Hmm. Gosh, there's so many challenges. <laughs> <laughs> Told you to keep going. So and go. many challenges. This is such a broad question. But I would say that I'm, I'm sure there are things that I wish we would have handled differently. Um, I'm trying to narrow it down to like one particular challenge. Um, I would say the one thing I would like for us to have handled differently is I think we've gone through periods of strained communication. Mm -hmm. Like we're, I think instead of communicating, we just chose to like be silent, you know? And I think that that is dangerous. Yeah. <laughs> I think that, I think that that's dangerous. And I think, I mean, for the obvious reasons, because you're not communicating, but I think that it's also dangerous because it's, it's so easy to become normal. Like it's so easy to become like comfortable. Like a way of life. Right, yeah. right. And then I think it becomes even more challenging to start back having the conversations, even though prior to that you were having the conversations. Like it's mm -hmm. just like a weird transition. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Yep. And it becomes habitual too. If you, right. if you let it, it can become habitual. And then, like you said, then a way of life. And you become, you start to think that not talking is the way it's supposed to be. You can be, so yeah, you can become complacent and then you can think, well, we're good because we never argue because we never talk, right? Mm -hmm. So <laughs> if we're not talking, right. then we're not arguing, right? right? And yep. so I remember somebody, and I, the first time I thought about that, I think somebody said, just because you're not arguing doesn't mean that like you're good or like right. you're okay. And I, I feel like, do you feel like that? Do you, do you feel like we felt like because we didn't argue, even when we weren't like in such necessarily a bad communication space, mm -hmm. but I think I feel like I used to like find it kind of like take pride in the fact that we, we don't really argue. Yeah. We I, don't, I think we I don't too. raise our voices. Right. Like we don't yell at each other. We don't call each other out of their name and all this other stuff, but that didn't mean that we didn't have issues. Right. right. <laughs> you know what I mean? We just had issues that were being swept under the rug, not being dealt with. And, you know, later, later on, you know, you have this big Com old pile combusting. of dirt. You have this big <laughs> old pile of dirt that just, you know, bursts open. And, this, and then at that point, you can't deny that it's not there. Right. Because it's already combusted, like you said. Mm -hmm. So, Good question. Let me get one for you. Mm-hmm. Um, I'll go with number seven. What world events had an impact on our marriage? Mm. So I would have to definitely say the pandemic. I'm about to say COVID. Yeah, COVID. 
that COVID world event was 19. was and still is impacting you know to some extent um just the way that we operate the way that you know we work <laughs> you know that's not the same uh, and the way that you know that we live you know because things are different when you walk outside now but i would say when it first hit was such a i don't know if i want to use the word traumatic but it was just such an impact on the way that we were married to each other. You know, um, I wasn't working at, at a job anymore, um, going out, but I was working at home. You were at home. We were like living together and- Well, but wait, wait. at one point we both were not working at home. Right. <laughs> and that too, because after that, after the, you know, the whole pandemic, people got laid off. I was one of those people that got laid off. Um, so we both weren't working. Um, we were we were at home all the time with each other every second. So that was like crazy and insanity. <laughs> you know what I mean? Because now you don't you don't have the space to kind of do your own thing and have your alone time. Um, all of our kids were together. We were all in the same house. Uh, it was just it was crazy. It was crazy and. I would just say that that was a, a main point in our life where it unveiled a lot of things and revealed a lot of things that we wouldn't have known if we you know, were still in regular times. Yeah, I definitely agree. And I think, I think that we, I don't know if this is gonna be a question, but I think that we have had a lot of transitions continuously happen. Mm -hmm. Something like, you know, the pandemic, the loss of job, the loss of, you know, loved ones, all the kids coming back. And like, so we should say we have five children and four of them are technically adults. I love to say that technically adults. <laughs> um, <laughs> should <and> it's, be, <laughs> no. Yeah, it's something different when the technically adults are all back, right? Well, mm -hmm. just about all of them are back. <laughs> and, and then you have the ones that aren't adults there too. Um, and then we moved to a whole nother state, didn't yeah. know anybody, weren't going to this, the church shut down, you know, from yeah. COVID. So it was like, it was like a, just a whole lot One of thing after another. hard transitions. Finding a new job and transitioning into that. Yeah. You know? Yeah. And that, and so, yeah, yeah, that would be the answer. I, I would say that pandemic COVID. COVID. All right. So it's my go now. Yep. All right. So let's see here. Let me spin the wheel. Um, as he reads. As I read. Um, oh. Do you think what it means to be a good wife has changed over the time that we've been together? Uh, yes. That is a good question. <laughs> I would have to say yes, yes. Um, I definitely think, you know, I think we had expectations when we first got married that, you know, this, this is what's going to be needed for me. This is what I'm going to provide um, in the beginning. And I think, you know, in the beginning, there are different, the kids are littler. You're, you know, I, I, at the time I had a nine to five, you know, what I'm saying? it was just like different. So the things that 
we initially started out or I'll, I initially started out thinking it's like, oh, okay, this is what um, he needs at, from a wife. Definitely evolves, it evolves and changes as we grow, you know, and as our needs change. Um, so yeah, did I answer the question? Yeah, you did. Yeah, so the answer is yes. Yeah. What about you? Are you flipping the question on me? I'm flipping the question. I'm still gonna find one. Um, No, I mean, I agree. I agree. I think that as our goals change, as our needs change, as we change, we just talked about how the pandemic, you know, just kind of rocked our world, you know, and things uh, have changed on the outward and also things changed on the inward too. So of course, how we love our wife and how how we love our husbands, that's all going to change, you know? So I definitely think that I've had to adjust and, you know, even with you and you're, you're in a new career space now, which is asking for your time in a different way. So I have to be conscious of that. You know, uh, we are living in a new state. You know, we don't have as many friends as we had because we got to make more friends, you know <laughs> what I mean, out here. But even that, you know, has a change in, in, in our needs and things like that. So I definitely would say that, that I've changed as far as how I am a good husband, quote unquote. So. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I agree. I think, so I want to ask you question number, number five, but I also think that we should maybe like kind of come together as we're closing on number three. Mm-hmm. Um, but so number seven is, no, that's number, number five. seven. Number five. number five. Come on now. <laughs> How have you dealt with conflict in our relationship? Um, I think that as transitions went through our marriage, we've or I've dealt with conflict in different ways. Um, I think I've dealt with conflict with, like we said, about not talking about it and just kind of letting it go. I think for a long part of go? Our, Are we if we don't talk about it, do we really let it go? No. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, just letting it kind of fester, <laughs> let it fester, not go. Um, and I think for, uh, I don't want to say a long part of our marriage, but a pretty good amount of our marriage, I was in a space of just not talking about things or not complaining about, I don't want to say complaining about things, but not bringing things up because I just wanted to keep the peace. You know what I mean? And then what I found what happened was that I would start to get things like bottled up inside because I wouldn't express it. And then let's say later down the line, I see you do the same thing that I did and you would voice your opinion. And in my mind, I'm thinking, you know, well, I didn't talk about it when it happened, Mm -hmm. but now you get to talk about it. And that, which was my fault, you know, I should have brought it up. I should have expressed how I felt. Um, So I think that that's definitely something that I've had to change you know, that if I have an issue with something, bring it up, communicate it, talk about it, um, and not just hold it in, not feel like, I felt like I was doing the manly thing by not saying anything, you know what I mean? But that was actually a, a toxic trait, I'm thinking now, mm-hmm. that, that I had. So I've had to overcome that, and it's still a working process, but when things pop up that I'm not comfortable with, talk about it. If something happens and I want to address it, address it. You know, so can we talk a little bit? I feel like I'm going into like 
Tisha talks mode. Mm-hmm. Can we talk about a little bit when you said that? So you wouldn't bring up something that bothered you, but then when I would bring it up, um, you would be like, how is she bringing this up? But like, what, what was the type of like feeling or like way that you responded in me saying, like in me expressing myself? Um, I guess I would say that, I guess a matter of being fair and unfair, mm-hmm. you know, addressing you like, you know, I extended, you know, this grace I thought at the time by not bringing things up, you know, for instance, if I don't take out the garbage or if let's say if you didn't cook and I didn't say anything and then I didn't take out the garbage and then you said something and then I'm like, well, I didn't say anything when you, when you didn't cook. Right. You'd be bringing it up. He was <laughs> right. keeping note. <laughs> I was keeping note. I was, was keeping, was keeping, <laughs> keeping tabs. He was, yeah, he was keeping, keeping tabs, tabs, keeping tabs. He was keeping tabs. Um, but yeah, I mean that, you know, that was a, that was a toxic trait, you know, and I should have, if you didn't cook, then I should have been like, woman? No, just kidding. <laughs> like, so uh, I was hungry. So I was hungry <laughs> and um, you made rice and beans. Right. Um, well, what am I supposed to do listen, with that? My brother laughs about that to this day. From that rice and beans. Podcast like five years ago when we talked about she that. She made dinner one night and listen, she made Listen, people rice eat rice and beans, and beans legit for dinner. It is, yes. proteins is the beans, rice is the starch. I know that. And I probably put some stream beans in there or something. <laughs> That's a whole meal. You don't need a meat. You got the protein. Look, I, I need I need other forms of protein. But I'm just saying that is a meal for somebody. Yes, yes, it is. But we had more in our fridge. But than discounting, that. we, so we had is, more in our fridge. It is than not that. that the effort was not made. But that's that's not what I was expecting. Right. And I should have said something. You did. I did. <laughs> oh, you're right. I did. And so I don't that, think I did that no more. Um. No, I, I did mean, not do that. Just there might have been sprinkled of instances here and there where it was just rice and beans. That's it. Yeah. Yep. Well, it probably, it probably would have been a lot more incidents if you had not shared. So, yeah. So, um, all right. So I think that the both of us can tackle number three, how was your relationship strengthened by these experiences? And I want to kind of add to that too. How have we grown as individuals? Mm -hmm. So you go first. Oh, wait. Because I answered the last question. Um, okay. So how has, how was your relationship strengthened by these experiences? Um, I think that definitely when you're talking about the situations where we're down and out and it's just us, like in a hotel room, I will definitely say that that made us tighter. I will say that. I I feel like we've had a lot of, in the past, we've had a lot of challenges that had to do with outside external factors right Mm -hmm. um and i think that when when we're faced with external factors we come closer together like we pull together i think we we have a good way of doing that Mm -hmm. most of the time right (laughs) typically yeah yeah um i want to say traditionally (laughs) (laughs) But I think, so how has it, but I, oh, but I do think that 
a new level that we're kind of growing in is when the factors are not external and when the factors are internal mm-hmm. and how do we still how do we allow the internal factors to strengthen us and not silence us right I don't know if that makes sense but yeah it does um so that I guess I added more to the question but the other part was like and so oh I brought that part up because the question about your personal growth I think that those that as we are working through um being better at the internal factors I think that that is pulling things out of us, like strengthening us and making us um, exercise those things in First Corinthians chapter twelve. Is it chapter twelve? I don't know 13. what scripture you're looking at. Love is patient. Oh yeah, I think it's chapter thirteen. I think, yeah, I think it's thirteen. Yeah, I think it's chapter thirteen. Um, love is patient. Love is kind. Love is mm-hmm. long suffering. Love is not boastful love doesn't keep count of wrong like I think that I think that we naturally gravitated to the strength for external factors but I think now where we're being stretched and grown growing is dealing with the internal factors and and I feel like that I feel like those factors more so are stretching us in that scripture Mm -hmm. as individual people you know what I'm, I don't know if I'm saying that right. Yeah, I get you. Yeah. Uh-oh. That was my- get him. <laughs> Snap on him. That was my, <laughs> I don't know, the, you know, the thing. The that drop the mic moment. You know, another thing, like when you go to the open mics and the people be like. Oh, yeah, they're snapping. Say loud, whatever. Yeah. I don't know. But yeah, that was just an epiphany right now. Right. You're up. So um, how has my relationship strengthened by these experience. I would say that um, our faith has definitely grown um, with everything that we've been through. And we we could do 10 podcasts on stuff that we've gone through, at least, you know, the things that we've experienced um, through our marriage, you know, with loss of jobs and having new babies and everything under the sun. Um, but I would say that through those things, it has definitely tested our faith. And I feel like now when things happen, it's almost like the situation, like you become numb to the situation and you just believe that things are going to work out, you know, cause you've never, we've never been in a situation where we're having a trial going on and you see me like, going all crazy or me like acting all you know insane about the situation but keeping kind of keeping cool you know kind of believing that God is going to work those things out Um, I feel like you know God has really brought us through some situations you know and Mm -hmm. we've experienced some trials and some troubles but we've always been able to come out of them we've always been able to see the light at the end of the tunnel and I think just over the years that has develop that faith muscle to where to the point where we just know that God is going to work whatever situation it is out right we might not like the process yeah (laughs) right the process but I think that but we've never like we've never gotten so 
crazy about it that the house is in disarray because we were believing God for something. Mm. <laughs> or maybe you I mean, have? No, I think internally, I think, so I like when you're talking about external stuff, I think that, yeah, externally, like, I think it's a part of human emotion. Like, well, I I I worry more than he worries. So yeah. I don't I, worry I was, as much. So. Yeah, I'll be like, what, what about this? What are we gonna do this? How are we gonna, <laughs> how are we gonna get that? So I'll say, um, I've even though I worry, I still know that we're gonna be good. Um, but I'm I'm working on not worrying as much through the process. Yes. Scripture says not to worry. It does say that. <laughs> <laughs> but I mean, yeah, maybe I'm just speaking for myself where I haven't really. Uh, he'd be mellow. I'm, I'm mellow about <laughs> a lot of stuff. So when we've gone through stuff, we've we've been in apartments with like one, two bedrooms. Oh my with, gosh, the, the bathroom ceiling fell in. Yeah, I remember that. Getting evicted. Remember uh, that? <laughs> twice. Was it twice? No, once. Once. Well, we were no we were getting evicted that's not eviction oh uh, we sold the house so <laughs> no that's not eviction i mean with your boy what's his name i don't know that was ridiculous yes that, that was an eviction well no it didn't go into an eviction it was okay. just a late a strong one late month now you think the month was fully over right but anyhow but we've we've been through situations and I thank God that he's been allowing me to kind of keep my cool about the situation, just as being like the head of the house and everybody's looking at, you know, the, the, the husband to kind of be that structure, you know, which, which direction should we go in? Should we worry? Should we not worry? Those types of things. So I, I definitely think that it has built, built our faith, built my faith in it. So did you answer both questions? How, how it has, how it has strengthened our marriage and then how, I guess, personally you've been strengthened throughout the. Um, I think for me, uh, definitely in moving into a space where I am um, just believing God for, for greater, you know, I think with the pandemic and with other situations going on that you can really, you can really find yourself in a, in a low place or in a depressed space you know, trying to figure things out, trying to figure life out. But I think God is growing me and continues to grow me um, into believing for more, you know, believing for greater. There are other opportunities coming up in the future that God has planned for us. And, you know, just being focused on that, you know, um, and moving out of those hard times into a positive, because whether good or bad is gonna happen, you have to be in control of how you're you're gonna address those situations. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? And I think that's what God is kind of, you know, reminding me now and telling me now is that life is going to throw whatever life throws at you. But how are you going to address it? How are you going to react to it is the important part. Yeah. Yep. How are you how are you going to move forward? Right. And I think that reminds me of this um reflection that I had did a couple of days ago on that Maverick City music song, You Are Good, is it called You Are Good? Mm -hmm. um, I think it's just you called get, Good. You Get Better. No, that's Naomi. 
Uh, like you, you get better. And, and the verse said, one of the verses, um, God of my present, God of my future, you hold it all together. Mm-hmm. And I was thinking about that and I'm like, wow, like I, I love that song because it reminds me like to stay out of the past mm-hmm. and that God is right here in the present that you're in and he's in the future. Right. Like he has your future. Yeah. And so, yeah, that's what that reminds me of. Mm-hmm. And he holds it all together. He holds it all together. He is good. He is good. And the morning I say. Yeah. Yeah. I think as he gets good in the morning in the morning i say he is good no the, the song you are good in the morning oh okay in the morning i'll sing you keep getting better that's what it's called <laughs> we jacked the whole song you up. keep getting better by maverick city music yeah yeah but i mean that song is is so timely you know because it's always going to be timely because in every situation he's good mm-hmm you know, and it's always a positive to find in, in any situation that you're in. And it gets better. And it gets better. It keeps on getting better. All right now. All right. You about, you about to sing something? Nope. All right. <laughs> All right, guys. Well, this has been interesting. Um, thanks for helping us celebrate our 14th anniversary. Um, anything that you want to say before we? Um, I'll just say that these 14 years have been a wild ride. And I mean that in the best way possible. <laughs> um, no, but you know, just because there's gonna be there's gonna be opposition, there's gonna be hard times if even if we're single. <laughs> so the fact that we're married and having hard times doesn't discredit our marriage and it doesn't discredit the the wonderful things that we've been able to experience with each other. So I love uh, every second of it. And I'm so thankful to God that I was able, that you found me, that we found, I found you. Oh, okay. <laughs> and then I found you. We found each other. Okay. <laughs> um, you know, and uh, I'm just thankful, just thankful and grateful. Yes, yes. I echo that. And I just, I, I want to also just encourage um, those that are out there, those who are looking to be married, those who are married, um, to just continue to trust God in the process and know that your spouse, what is the thing? Like your spouse is like a mirror for you, Mm -hmm. right? So the relationship is designed to pull things out of you that you probably wouldn't have pulled out yourself. Right. And so even like the definition of that is going to be challenge. It's going to be um, growth. Um, but the awesome thing is that you're growing together. Right. And it gets better. And it keeps on getting better. It keeps on getting better. Yep. Yep. I wouldn't rather do the 14 years with anyone else. Oh, that was nice. I threw that in there. Yeah, you did. You did throw that (laughs) in there. All right, y'all. So we hope that you enjoyed this week's podcast episode and we'll be back to our regularly scheduled boss ladies connections conversations next week. Talk to you soon.
Hey guys, I hope you enjoyed this episode. I hope you've been able to walk away with some really good gems and nuggets of information. So look, if you are interested in finding out more about the home buying process or you're looking to um, apply for a mortgage loan, I have listed the link to my website in the show notes. Please feel free to reach out and contact me. And for compliance reasons, let me give you my NMLS number, which is 216-3906. I'm super excited to help you through this process. And don't hesitate to reach out to me if you have any questions. Talk to you later. Ladies, did you enjoy that episode or what? Did this episode speak to you in some kind of way? I would absolutely love to hear about it. Y'all know it does my heart good when you subscribe and you share this podcast with someone else that you know can absolutely benefit from it. Y'all, we are out here connecting, walking in our purpose and encouraging each other along the way. I love meeting with you every week and I'd love to stay further connected. Be sure to follow me on Instagram at Tisha underscore talks and to visit my website, www.tishatalks.org. You'll find the podcast, you'll find other videos, and you'll find other courses and classes and workshops, conferences, the list goes on and on to the things that we are currently doing so that we can further connect beyond this weekly podcast. So ladies, without further ado, I want you guys to walk fully in everything that you've been called to align your passion with your purpose and go out there and get everything that has your name on it. Talk to you later.